This is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to another episode of Modern Life, people. Hope you're all doing well. Um, today's main topic, we're going to be talking about the new movie, The Joker. Everyone's talking about it. We saw it a few days ago, and I think we need to talk about it. I am joined today by Stacy. Hi. Tabby is not with us today. She has not seen the movie. I don't think she has any interest in seeing the movie. I don't think she'd like the movie at all, so I think that she would be... Yeah, I don't think she would like it. No, she would hate it. Why would she hate it? Um, Because it doesn't have any social... It has a very negative social impact hmm. in terms of what it highlights okay. and its ability to highlight nihilism, I think it's pronounced. Interesting. Which is like a extreme skepticism maintaining that nothing in the world has real existence and that religious, all religious and moral principles are meaningless and life is meaningless mm. which with the amount of like shootings and things that we've been dealing with it's like a very it's just a very like interesting way to bring about and an interesting time to bring about a movie like this well yeah i mean let's just dive right into it I know we usually do modern thoughts, but we're recording this at 10.30 at night, and I just don't really feel like it. No. had a slightly weird day mm -hmm. dealing with currently our places getting sold, the place that we're renting, so that's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just dive right into this movie. It's, I don't know, people either seem to love it or hate it. I'm actually, is it weird that I'm like in the middle is no. it weird that I don't have a hot take? No. I think in some regards it's really good, and then in some regards it's really bad. I give full credit to the acting in this movie. Like, I really have no bad thing to say about any acting in this movie. Like, yeah, I think the it's the only thing that carries the movie fabulous. for me. You um, got Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, and then I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm just going to, I think it's Zazie Beats. She was the girl from Deadpool 2 as well, um, which that's a pretty cool name. Yeah. That's just like if you're listening to some music and I get some zazzy beats you got going on there. Yeah. That's she's, what pretty, that uh, she's pretty stylish in that sense, too. <laughs> um, no, the acting is... Spot on. Yeah, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, he could win an Oscar. I'd be okay with that. He was pretty phenomenal. No, he did, he did phenomenal. I just think that the... I didn't like the take on the backstory, so I have a hard time liking this movie based on that. Um, so obviously there's going to be some spoilers, so go watch the movie first and then listen to this. Yeah. Um, so as far as the backstory, let's run through it. Okay. So he's mentally ill. He's been in the... They didn't, it's not Arkham the, Asylum. Yeah, no, movie. it's Arkham. No, it's, it's Ar the Arkham State Hospital they okay. named it in this movie. It's where all uh. the crazy people are. You find out he was there at one point. His mom was there at one point. Um, and yeah, he's he's this mentally ill guy. Who has like this uncontrollable desire to laugh in situations where it's very uncomfortable. So whenever he's uncomfortable, he starts yeah, it's laughing. It's almost like laughing Tourette's, right? Yeah, kind of. Um, 
you do find out there is a history of um not not hallucinating what's the word i'm looking for just imagining things that's hallucinating i guess just hallucinating life events making stuff up that you think is happening um, which that ties in quite well with joker because he has i mean from everything i've researched and everything i've seen in the past like his backstory is very other than how he became joker which is usually like fell into a thing of chemicals like other than that it's always Wait, like <laughs> which joker is that you didn't know that that's like no I one of the heard, main stories is like how he joker came about chemicals? yeah he was like fighting he was like there's like several different versions on how well the the, the cool thing with joker is is that there isn't really one official backstory for no, him. No, he's he makes fun of it himself in several movies where there's like this joke that he doesn't even know himself what his backstory is because he's so delusional. Is there any I don't think there's is there any other character that there seems to be this thing with the Joker where you can take liberties in creating his backstory and I don't know like you can't do that with Superman. You definitely can't do that with Batman. I think it's because that so it's many like built because into even the character. well even the comic book and the original story it was like he made fun of his backstory like he would say it was one thing in the same comic like he would say mm-hmm. it was one thing and then he would say it was something else and he would laugh about it like I don't even know yeah um so I think that has given people like this idea that it's the most common thing that you see is that he like I said he fell into a bat of chemicals like trying to like rob yeah, this chemical plant counts that as an official. It's just another like story. No, it's like, like the most common. Official, like, hmm. like even I mean, it's even in the like the newest like Suicide Squad. That's why she jumped into the about chemicals. Uh, we, we, we don't count Suicide. Yeah, I know but. that. But regardless, it's actually like it's the backstory in almost all the Batman movies. It's it's been in like a couple of the. Mm like most of the comic books it's like the most known one but they don't talk about why he was crazy in the first place because sometimes he's like he was already crazy and already like vigilant that just explains like his facial disfiguration okay so my problems with the movie i think okay so the biggest one is there's an so todd phillips is a director and there's an interview with him i want to say it was the la times where they basically ask him like is Joaquin Phoenix's character is that is this like the origin story for the Joker and he even himself Todd Phillips in the interview he goes he goes I don't know like he could be but he could also just be the guy that then inspires the real Joker and I think right there it kind of summarizes part of the problem with the movie where it's like what exactly you know they're not making a sequel to this it's not tied into like the bigger DC Universe movies. It's like this standalone piece. And it almost feels to me like it's like this generation's taxi driver in a way, right? Oh, yeah. That's what all the pretty much like all the movies are basing it to. The thing is everyone's so obsessed with superhero stuff right now that the whole Joker, you know, Batman thing, it seems to be just a vehicle to make that kind of taxi driver movie because, you know... As long as you make it sort of superhero, supervillain related, people are going to go see it because that's what everyone is into right now. Yeah. I feel like this is almost like a better movie without all this, you know. I mean, there isn't any superhero stuff, really. But, you know, there's there's a tie into the Batman origin story later on in the movie. Like, is this like almost a better movie if you just remove all that stuff? 
if you don't know this is like related to Batman and the Joker and all that? Well, I think my biggest problem is that I don't believe that this person, this this back origin story can turn into the Joker that I have seen through like all of the um through all the Joker movies. Like every my biggest problem with this movie is that they make him stupid. Like he is not an intelligent human being in this movie. Like I don't think he's like stupid, I guess I should say, but I, I don't believe that he's a mastermind. Like there isn't like he's just kind of um what's the word? Well let's just talk about the let's talk about like the Dark Knight, which is my favorite version of the joker i think it's a lot of people's like let's just talk about the beginning scene with the bank heist like you can't joaquin phoenix's character in this movie there is no way he would ever pull off something like he just doesn't have that's my point he wouldn't be any of the jokers like if you look throughout all of them even even when he's just being like a go- like even in the 1950s when they turned him into like this right. goofy like whatever character like he was still intelligent like he was still getting away he's intelligent and also he's funny yeah and this Joker is neither of it's those it's a sinister jokes joking but it's it's still this funny Joker is like just mentally disturbed like he's not even funny you know in like in no way shape or form yeah. but now having said that in defense of that so there is a th- you know so there you can either say this is the joker origin story or it's not and this guy maybe just inspires a joker later on which in that case i mean it doesn't matter if he's smart or funny or anything like that right also but then what's the point of the movie i thought it was have the origin of joker whatever you want with the you know maybe this is just a way to kind of reinvent what the joker is like it's just a different version of the joker we're so used to one version this is just a different version of it right then I just believe that this guy is going to be like a mass, like like a, he might be kill, like a killer, but he's going to get caught. He's he's not. Well, there's he does get nothing caught, like, special. Right I'm just saying, like, there's like nothing <laughs> special about him. Other, I mean, like, he's just a mentally ill person who basically goes on a rampage, and right. that's the what I got from him. And the the points that they were trying to get across, like that society is but like he doesn't even really go on a rampage. He kills. Yeah. So he kills those guys. There's a scene in the movie where there's three like Wall Street guys basically and they start beating the crap out of him and he ends up killing those three guys and then he kills Robert De Niro in the end. Yeah. And he kills That's all he does. Well, the, and, and No, and he kills those two other clowns. Cuz that's the most brutal scene. Uh well no, he kills one of them. He oh yeah, the, the other guy one leave. He, the other one he lets leave. Yeah, you're right. Um and then okay so you want to hear yeah. another flaw that i have with yeah, this movie please go for it okay so in this movie it's supposed to be like from the what it looks like by the cars and stuff in the movie and the the title it's supposed to be based in like 1970s 1980s right mm-hmm. um do you remember the scene where they're playing his shot in the his comedy like that's how he gets on yes so he's in a comedy club and someone's recording him yeah and it's played on tv and it's played like uh, this well, is before youtube like, era yeah but someone could have a like video camera in the back of the room it's like really unlikely that he would be in a comedy like in a 
there's like low B and then Mm. there's like high A, you know what I mean? Like there's different stores of comedy. Yeah. Like he wouldn't be in the one that they're filming showing this like guy. Like it it doesn't, it's not like, I don't know. There's an aspect of it that's very YouTube-y and I feel like originally the movie was supposed to take place later and they changed it and put it later and they left that in. I with that because whoever runs that comedy club, they could know someone in the entertainment industry and then it's just like, hey, like look at this guy that came in. Like he totally bombed. And then, like, makes it on like a late night show. I just feel I like there was like an that. era of like where things weren't being filmed as easily as they are now. Like, I I just feel like they played on to how things are viewed now versus then. And like in the seventies and eighties, it was yeah. like it wasn't common for people to be filming things. Like it was more. It, no, it's not. It's not a thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not like oh, I'm gonna film every set. No, right. that's that's not. Right. It didn't happen back then. Didn't happen like that. Oh, I, I, I'm day. sorry. No, not my before my day. <laughs> <was> so, <laughs> <laughs> but my point being is that like it didn't really work for me because I know that that wasn't the case. Like they were not filming like that yeah. back then. You know, today it's like it's everything's being filmed, but back then, no, <laughs> you were anonymous when you went to those nightclubs and ask any comedy like any comedian mm-hmm. that's from those eras because they talk about it like all the time about how the difference is between yeah, bombing no, then sure. and bombing now um yeah the movie so the movie is yeah it's super dark i think there's one time i remember they throw in some comedy is when he kills there's a clown in the beginning of the movie that gives him a gun and then he ends up getting fired for having that gun joaquin phoenix's character and then the guy who gave him the gun, it's like he's like this big clown, comes to his house later on to ask about the gun, and Joaquin Phoenix kills him in his apartment. But there's a second, like, small person, midget clown with him, and who is like one of the only people that's ever been nice to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And so he lets that guy live. But there's a scene where he, so he kills the big clown, and then the little clown is trying to get out, and he like can't reach the door lock. Do you remember that? Yeah. Which was really funny, but it's also like it comes right after this super disturbing scene. See, that didn't bother me at all. And I think it has everything to do with the fact that 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 to me worked with his comedy. Like Joker is always very sinister in his comedy. Like that would be something. No, I'm I'm not. I'm not saying I have a problem with that. Oh, okay. That's like really the only funny. Yeah. I'm saying this character isn't really funny, but he that's like one. That's like the only scene where I think. He has any humor at all. I just, I, my problem, I think, is that like actually, he inspires this entire riot at the end of the movie, but he has zero charisma, mm. zero, like, it, throughout the movie, no one, everyone is uncomfortable around him. And all of a sudden, like, all these people want to follow him. Right. And I, I, that, I didn't buy that either. And there was also like an scenes where you see that, like, when he's dancing and stuff. Mm hmm. But I never see that confidence before. I don't know. There's just it's something about it didn't work for me. I, I think the duality well, he's gaining of the confidence throughout the movie, right? Yeah, but I like I still don't see him as someone that like anyone would follow. I don't mm. know. Weird side note in that scene where he's where he's dancing down the steps. He's kind of like gaining his confidence. He's in like full suit, right? I think he just got the gig for that Tonight Show with the uh, the Robert De Niro show. There's a weird sequence there. So he's 
it's a pretty iconic. I mean, I, f- I have a feeling it's going to be like one of these iconic shots they're going to show at the Oscar highlight reels 80 years from now. It's like Joaquin Phoenix dancing on those steps, right? Uh-huh. It's a pretty cool shot. And the music playing in the background, I don't know if you remember the music. Um, I can't really sing it on here. But he's dancing to that, and then all of a sudden the music cuts off and goes back into like the Joker movie theme music. There's this weird music transition, which I don't even know if you... I've, I don't know. I, I like, you know, I pay attention to the music a lot. Yeah. So it's just a weird thing. There was just a very strange music transition. Like if you go, you know, if you haven't seen the movie yet or if you're going to see it again, I would pay attention to that. I thought that was super odd. But then the other thing, there's a lot of people now getting upset because the main song when he's dancing down the stairs, it's this rock anthem. It's like rock anthem number two or something it's called. I don't have it. I don't have the name in front of me. It's a super famous song. It's one of these songs they always play in like sports stadiums. It was written in the 70s by this guy that turns out in like 2015 or 16, he got like put in jail for being a pedophile, basically. So now there's all these people who are like, you need to take that song out of the movie because that artist is a bad person and you're, he's like getting royalties from you putting his music in the movie. And I'm like, I don't like I listen to a lot of music. I didn't even know that guy was, you know, this is a song from the 70s. This guy just got arrested for being a pedophile and like just all this like cancel culture thing. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I just I know I thought that was interesting. I'm like I you can't know if you can't like check everyone's background that's associated with a movie. You no, know? like is that a valid thing to be outraged about? You're gonna check every single musical artist. No, but these days that's what's occurring. But the person that made the movie should be looking at that stuff. Like to I an guess. extent, the thing yeah. Is, this this song has been playing in sports stadiums for like 40 years. All of a sudden, now we give a shit because of this movie. Nobody's saying take it out of sports stadiums. Everyone's just freaking out about taking it out of the movie. Well, they're freaking out because the last time like one of these Batman movies came into play, like it incited violence, and so like right. there's a lot riding on this movie in the sense of like. And then on top of that, this movie was very drawn, like, is very relatable to people that would want to create that kind of violence. Yeah, I mean, there was, I remember when we were going to the movie theater, we went to the Universal City Walk um, theater, and yeah, there was like a ton of extra security. This was on opening yeah, weekend. Yeah, no, it, it... Last weekend, yeah. A lot of people were like, scared that okay. this... And then after watching the movie and then going back and looking at some of the like, articles mm-hmm. i was like wow like i didn't re- i didn't remember that that occurred like with the movie and yeah i think it was for dark knight rises yeah and the uh, joker isn't even in that movie yeah but it's not the point but it's i was like, living in colorado at that time i remember it cuz it was the shooting happened at a colorado movie yeah. theater i remember that pretty clearly well this movie like like in like is relatable to people that would want to do something like that yeah. like super relatable like that's the whole point of the movie is like to be relatable to people that like feel awkward and want to like take revenge on society you know what i mean like it's it's it was a weird choice there's a lot of weird aspects of it that i did i don't know um my biggest gripe with the movie and like I, I do like this movie. I'm just kind of listing off things that I noticed that maybe could have been better. So there is a tie-in into the Batman origin story. Um, 
you let's see where do we start with this the the mom used to be like a maid basically for uh bruce wayne's dad i forget what his first name is let's call him mr wayne she used to work for him and then she went like mentally insane but she has all these old letters uh you know from the wayne family and she's like constantly writing them letters asking for like financial help and all this and Joaquin's Phoenix character is made to believe by his mom that the Wayne guy is his dad. Like, she got knocked up when she was working there, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah, there's an like a insinuation, but it's never stated. So, like, an insinuation that he's related to the Wayne family, and you later find, find out that's all a complete lie. But so there's this kind of cool tie-in with the whole Batman thing, and then at the very end of the movie, when all this chaos is happening in the city... You see, you know, you see that iconic scene of, you know, Bruce Wayne and his parents, like, exiting the theater and they're going down the dark alley and, like, you know what's about to happen because like, we've all seen it a million times. But the movie then decides to show that whole, ba- you know, the parents getting shot and the mom's, you know, pearl necklace flying and it's, like, I've seen this so many times. Like, I, I think everyone, their mom knows the Batman origin story at this point. It just seemed unnecessary in the Joker movie to have that in there. I feel like there was a lot, like a lot of scenes that were added later. It, like it felt to me like they had this movie, and then some Warner Brothers executive came in and was like, "Well, we need to show the Batman origin story because we need to do that for every like related Batman movie somehow." Um, I just feel like you're making an R-rated movie that's completely for adults. And like all you need to show me is them running out of the theater. And you you see the guy with the clown mask on the side, like, and I know what's gonna happen, right? That's all you gotta show me. Like, you don't have to show the whole, like, how many times do I have to see Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot? Like, we all know what happens. Yeah. So it was like, and then you know you will see that scene, and then it goes right back to like the whole Joker story, and it just there's a couple of these little sidetracks during the movie that I just really don't feel like need to be there. The other main one is. Joker is he has he has a girlfriend during like the first half of the movie and then you find out when Joker finds out that his mom hallucinates all this stuff you you then find out it runs in the family so he's been hallucinating this whole relationship with his neighbor down the hall and the second you realize that you you realize that when he he walks into his what he thinks is his girlfriend's apartment and she's like starts freaking out she's like oh my god like you're in the wrong apartment like aren't you the neighbor down the hall and you realize oh he's hallucinating all this stuff too but then the movie proceeds just just from that line just from her saying wait like aren't you the neighbor from down the hall like you're in the wrong apartment you know right there that he's hallucinating who's hallucinating all this stuff because you just found out his mom has been hallucinating all this stuff. You're like, okay, so it runs in the family. But then when that happens, the movie then proceeds to show again all the scenes that we had before with the girlfriend, and it shows them again, and then shows right after it the same scene, but it's just him there, like the girlfriend was never there. And so it shows like four scenes in a row like that, just hammering home the point that this relationship never happened. And it's like, I... Like just by your the dialogue of the movie alone, I know that never. You don't have to like then. It, just it's just making it like I think they're. I know, but I think they're catering to a younger audience. I get that, but that's what I'm saying. Where it's like it, I feel like someone made this really like a movie for actual grown ups, which like never happens anymore. 
like where you can you know like i'm smart enough to connect the dots like i'm listening to the dialogue of the movie yeah but then again some like guy at warner brothers was like well it's not clear that like you have to make it crystal clear for every idiot out there that he's hallucinating it and it's just those little things where it's like like you're making a movie for grown-ups just make it for grown-ups i don't know that's yeah. just my thing i understand where they're coming from because they need to appeal to the widest audience possible and they're gonna like make a billion dollars with this movie worldwide probably so yeah i get it and i agree it's almost like insulting at times where it's like well the dialogue is so crystal clear that he's hallucinating you don't have to then like show me for another 30 seconds that he's hallucinating like i get the point like just get on with the movie yeah i mean i give this movie like a solid eight or nine out of like it's a really i think it's at the end of the day it's a really good movie no i mean you didn't like it that much i think that it did not have definition in certain areas definition i think that it had no set goals into what it wanted to accomplish at certain points well that goes i mean that goes back to my point earlier with the interview the director gave where it's just yeah well maybe he's a joker maybe he's not it's like well then what what is this movie (laughs) well i mean can we talk about what the director did before this yeah, I forget. What else did he do? I know, he did I know all I've the, seen he it. He did all the, the comedy movies, the bro comedy movies with... Uh, oh, he did the Hangover movie. Yeah, all the Hangover movies. And then like society basically was like, you're not making any more of these movies because we're too uh, like sensitive these days for those type of bro movies. And so then he came up with the Joker. And I just, I don't know. Yeah, that's no. just my... Oh, take. that's your take on it? <laughs> and a couple other people and, like, articles that I read. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. There was just, like, a Dude, lack of motivation. the guy that made the Hangover movie to make this thing, I think that's a pretty big leap, no? The Hangover movies are brilliant. What? You ever seen those movies? Oh, God. I mean, they're ridiculous. Yeah, the first one is, like, fine. That's the one I'm the talking about. I'm not really talking about one. the second and third one. I'm just talking about the first one. Yeah, it's like, it's a fun movie, yeah. It's, I'm just saying to go from that to, yeah, it's like, you're you're missing, what what was the point of all this? Yeah, that's where my issue is with the movie. But I'm I'm saying from... I'm like, you got a very dark movie, you got, like, a point of, I, I just don't know what no, the but point is. I'm just saying, movie. jumping from Hangover to this, where, I mean, just compare, like, the cinematography, and, I mean, I think it's, like, that's a good, like, good for him, like, that's a big directorial leap for him to make, no? This is like way more piece of art than the Hangover movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, oh my god! I know you like the Hangover movie so much. I like the Hangover revelations movies. on the Modern Life podcast. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> that they're like ridiculous, out. but at the same time, like, yeah, I like the Hangover movies. I thought that they were hilarious. I thought that they were well played, and I think that the cinematography in those movies are actually. Well, quite I don't know beautiful. if we can really compare. The Joker and The Hangover. <laughs> the cinematography in The Joker was phenomenal. I will give it that. It's a really nice. I think shot the acting. Movie. I think the acting was phenomenal. I was slightly entertained through the entire movie. The, the movie I just, is good. I just I mean, think yeah, the that there was good. the music was good. I just think that there's some plot issues. There's just there's and a, I don't like the direction that the movie like. I don't like this take. You like this, so if we're saying this is the Joker origin story, you don't like the take on yes. the Joker. Yes, and if it's not, then this movie's even more stupid, in my opinion. 
But because I'm, I'm like, saying. you just made a movie to tell me about the guy that inspires the right, Joker. But I'm like, if it's not, then this is a better movie without the whole Joker Batman thing, right? It's a better. I'm yes, I will say that if it didn't have the whole Joker and it was just a movie about a like deranged sociopath right. coming to part, I yes, I would. I think that I may, I may have enjoyed it a little bit more, but I still don't think that they. Still, made, with that, you're missing. You're some, missing like, like a point. At the end, right? Yeah, like there's like a point that I'm missing. Like, what's the point of this? The other thing that's super open ended is so halfway through the movie, as I said, you you realize he's you know some of these life events he's hallucinating like the thing with the girlfriend and there's a scene where he's kind of hallucinating being in the audience of that robert de niro late night show that's in the movie uh there's some things throughout the movie where you know it's it's not real what's happening and it's not when you get to the end of the movie you know there's this big riot and there's all these kind of joker followers all these people wearing masks and they kind of are like worshiping him and then all of a sudden you're back in the Arkham State Hospital, Arkham Asylum, and he's, you know, he's been arrested again and he's talking to, he's talking to the same, is it a therapist? I don't know. Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. She's able to describe medicine, so she's a psychiatrist. She's, so he's talking to the same psychiatrist he was talking to earlier in the movie. And so you don't see him getting arrested, right? So the, the whole thing is then... Well, did he hallucinate most of this? This whole, like, killing people thing? Is this all just a fantasy and he's just been, like, stuck in this hospital? Like, it, it's totally open-ended where you, there's, like, maybe three different possibilities. I hate movies that do that. I'm like, like, he could have hallucinated the whole thing. It could have just been that he got arrested at the end and now he's in the state hospital. I mean, there's definitely different possible endings, however you want to look at it. So that whole thing is open to interpretation, but you're still missing. I mean, like, there's some is... there's some takes in the comic books that the Joker has is like the duality of his nature is actually that there's two twins playing the same character. Mm-hmm. So they could also be doing a take on that that like the one that actually killed Wayne was the twin, and he didn't know he had a twin, and this is like the other side i mean you there's right. so many different takes you can do on this but that's i think where my issue is like unless they plan on making another one like you left so many open-ended questions that like it was like it was an incomplete movie in my opinion well that's the thing so if you're it doesn't even matter what you're trying to do if this is the guy that inspired the joker if this is the joker you know whatever whatever the hell you want to do with it i just feel like if you're going through all the effort to then making this movie like you're not at the end of the day to this movie, you're not really adding to the lore of the Joker if I don't really know what what, what, the, what is the ending you intended yeah. if it's so open-ended, right? Yeah. I, just, I think you have, you had a really good opportunity here to like put your spin on the Joker. Like, just, just tell me what is going on. You put it, your own spin on it. You kind of add to the lore of the Joker, which is arguably like the greatest villain of all time, right? He's in the top 10. Yeah. And I'm not talking like as far as powerful or anything. No, I'm just, just saying like he's been rated he's the in the top interesting. 10. interesting. Yeah, he's been rated in the top 10. There's so many takes you can do on him. And he's like the most, to me, the most interesting villain. I mean, it just doesn't really get old, right? Yeah. And even the director, judging from the interview, doesn't even seem to know what it, it's just like, well, here's, here's this thing, you know, you interpret it yourself. 
like just tell me what you want to do like what is your vision for this joker that's I would just, what i, I mean would just by it's like, just like very that. like open-ended yeah. there's like no direction or point to it there was and I'm sure there's people that like it the way it is, where they're like, well, I can interpret it the way I want to, and then, like, that's the way I think the Joker is. I'm like, okay, fair enough. It's a new take, but without any you know closure. And, and to me, okay, have the movie open-ended, but then when someone is interviewing you and you're the director, like, I want to know what your interpretation is. To be like, well, I don't know. Well, that's... You're the director of the movie. Like, I would well, like to you know, don't know what, what kind of it is. Yeah, but you don't know what kind of, like, he maybe there is plans on making a second one and I he's not allowed... I'm just saying, like, you, you don't know... Who knows? He might be under some clause, like, where he can't release any True information. That. Like, you never know. True that. Yeah, I mean, it's a fine movie, but I don't... I, like, I have no interest in seeing it again. No. So then how is it getting a 9 out of 10 if you have no interest in seeing it again? No, because you can have good movies that you don't necessarily want to see again. Like, that's a thing. Not for me, but... Oh, really? Yeah. If I like a movie, I'll, I can watch it, like, 15 times. If I don't like a movie, I... How many times have you seen uh, Dark Knight? Well, it's different. How many times have you seen I've Dark Knight? Seen a, a lot. <laughs> like, 50 times. Case in point, <laughs> that's a brilliant movie. You know, like American Psycho. That's a brilliant movie. I, I don't necessarily want to see. There's, there's, there's certain movies that are brilliant that I don't like need to see again. For whatever reason, American Psycho came. Like, there's a bunch of other movies that I'm just not remembering at this time. But that is like a thing for me. Like, just because it's good doesn't mean I have to watch it again. Especially if it's like really kind of intense subject matter. Like, I feel like the Joker is at times. It's a comic book movie. How is it intense subject? Stacey has such a disturbed look on her face. <laughs> well, just as far as dealing with his mental illness, which the more I'm thinking about it, the movie doesn't really deal with it at all. It's just like, no. this guy's mental illness, and he's crazy. Yeah, it no, it doesn't deal with it at all. It just says to go ahead and, and then it's just, just like, like well, let it loose. Well, the treating me unfairly, so I'm going to He gets off his meds, and he like goes and kills yeah. everybody. Like It's not dealing with mental illness the way it's supposed to deal with mental illness. It doesn't... I don't know. I don't know if you know to deal with it, but it doesn't really have anything to say. Like, your whole... No, it's telling... The whole subject matter of this movie is he's like mentally ill so much revolves around that but nothing is really said about it well that's the whole point it's supposed to like be relatable to people that are sensitive the, to the, that the, on, the only part where there's anything really said about it is when they're the city new york is cutting all these programs and his psychiatrist like her pro her program is getting slashed which is an actual thing and it really did happen yeah so then he's like he's like well how am i gonna get my medication and she's like you know these people like these they don't care about people like you and I, which, you know, that that idea kind of rolls bigger to the end of the movie. Where which is I wish they would have like followed through on that better than they did. But they just really didn't, in my opinion. Like, I would much rather see we saw at Astra a few. A few weeks ago, like I'd much rather go see that again. No. Yeah, it was definitely for me it was a much more enjoyable movie. Very underrated. I don't even think it did all that great in the box office. It didn't. A lot of people were expecting like an action movie and it like fell short in that area. But then what did we see today? We saw a weird movie today. Remember? Yeah. The and man I who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot yeah. with Sam Elliott. I like Sam Elliott. I'm a big fan, what but this movie was just... What was that? I don't know. <laughs> 
The Bigfoot looked like like some Halloween costume you would have gotten in the seventies. Yeah, it was really bad. It looked like an alien movie, actually, like an alien costume with hair on it. It was such a strange movie. It was super weird. <laughs> like, show him dying, and then he, like, suddenly comes back to life, like, hours later. It was, like, interesting, and then the second half, it, like, just went off the rails. Yeah, I, I just feel like they just, like, didn't have an ending, and were like, ooh, let's make this the ending. I liked Sam Elliott in it. No, Sam Elliott was phenomenal. You know what kind of... This is my Sam Elliott voice. <sighs> yeah. It's He's not- like a more grown-up Matthew McConaughey with no, a giant mustache. No. I'm saying as far as the voice. Maybe about the voice, but that's about the extent no, of that, their that, comparisons. It's like if you took Matthew McConaughey's voice and then went like down two more octaves. No. Yeah, but Sam, Sam Elliott's voice has always been that, that octave. I know. I'm saying his voice is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's very sexy. He's a great actor. Yeah. Like he was like he was good in this well, movie. Well, he's a character actor. Like I know. that's that's what he does. He does character roles. Yeah. And he plays like the same character, but he always does a phenomenal job with it. But but I feel like that's kind of what he's been just pigeonholed. Like he carried this movie just fine, no? Oh, he's a phenomenal actor. He's got that one role down. But I've never really seen him in anything else to compare him to. He's like Michael Caine. Like Michael Caine used to star in movies, but now he's just like you know, plays Batman's butler. I feel like it's like the opposite. Like Sam Elliott always has been a character actor and then recently has gotten lead roles, but he was never a lead actor. He was never a lead character. He was always a character actor. He was always the only person that could play that role. But even in The Star is Born, he's not, you know, it's not even a lead role. He's he's not even on the screen all that much. Again, character but actor. But he just always adds to the movie. Like, yeah. he could have it in one scene. It's just like, well, going to make it a better no movie. There's no one else that can play him because he does it best. No one else can play Sam Elliott? No one else can I play that, that specific role that he gets in all of them. Like, Tombstone, that's Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But he, that's no one... Of, uh, no, that's not really a leading role. Like, semi... No, it's a co-star. co-star. Yeah. 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 But it, I mean, that's I mean, he played it in Roadhouse. Like it's the same role. Right. He's always the badass, and he's phenomenal in that role. But that's who he is. Sam Elliott. Yeah. So okay. So back to Joker. What What do you give it? What What out of ten? Uh, seven out of ten. Seven. Okay. With I the acting, with the acting and the cinematography and the like, music kind of carrying it. Yeah. But the the. Just the whole idea behind it, like, kind of falls short for me. Well, I think the story is really promising, maybe for three quarters of the movie, and then it just kind of yeah, it's just like falls flat like they, a little like, bit. Edited it wrong, or like cut the script a little funky, or added scenes in that didn't need to be there, and I don't know. Or maybe they just didn't. If they're writing it with kind of a standalone movie in mind, maybe they just they like didn't know where to take it in the end. It's possible. I don't know. Or unless it just acts as a pure origin story. I mean, it works as that, no? It's just like, well, here's the Joker. He like he has the blood at the end of the movie, and he kind of makes that Joker smile on his face, right? Yeah. Like, is that... No, because I, I... Well, it works, but I just don't like the version that they're telling. Sure. I agree with that. It's like not a very... I just don't buy him as the Joker. That's my problem with right. the entire movie is that I never like I I don't buy him as the Joker. I think it's a phenomenal movie with the aspect of like mm. dealing with mental illness. I think there's like a little bit of like loss and like actually having like a 
finished outcome, but mm-hmm. like in terms of being a origin movie, like I need to believe that he's going to become the Joker that he is, and I don't believe that right here. Now, maybe there's more yeah. development to come, or maybe it's a completely different development, but regardless, you're dealing with a character that's very well established in who he becomes. Mm-hmm. Maybe not his origin is established, but who he is is pretty established. I think we just got to the real root there of the movie problem where it's like, if this is a true origin story, then we don't like this version of the Joker. And if it's not a true origin story, then like, what's the point of the movie, right? Yeah. I think that that is ultimately where it falls flat in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it took us about 40 minutes to... Really see that? Through. I've been saying that from the beginning. <laughs> I, know. I just it really. If I phrase it like that, that really makes sense for me now. Like, I think that really kind of sums sums it up. No, I mean I'm glad I'm glad I saw it, but I am I am surprised like how successful the movie is making like a billion dollars worldwide. Well, of course, he's like the number one villain. Like, I mean, in terms of like DC and Marvel, like he is comic books like number one villain you know what i mean like people love him that's why he's in so many but but that's yeah and i I mean i I know i said this earlier but that that is the weird thing where it's like if this is not if you make this exact movie without the without dc joker batman attached to it this movie makes no no one is watching this movie in 2019 like an r-rated dark psychotic mentally ill guy in new york but because the superhero stuff's attached to it people go crazy for it yep but that's what's what's in right now if this thing's making a billion dollars worldwide like people are taking their kids to this in droves like you don't make that much money otherwise and hence why they had to dumb it down (laughs) babe (laughs) would you take your kids to this movie my kids? Yeah. Yeah, my kids are 13 and 15. Yeah, they can see this. Oh, 12 and 15. They can see Take this movie. Take a 12-year-old to this? Uh, Where do you draw the line? Honestly, my child, my children, because of their father, has been watching these kind of movies since they were like, yeah. s- like way early, even before I approved of it. So I would... I mean, they've seen worse. You, like, you don't believe in sheltering movies from kids? I, I don't believe that watching violence on tv is going to cause them to do violence i think that there's something in them already that's maybe inspired by it but that's something that you as a parent should be watching out for to begin with Um, unless you're also psychotic yes (laughs) i mean i am not one to believe that if you play video games it's going to inspire you to go and do a school shooting like you obviously have something already in you that needs to be fixed or needs to be dealt with and obviously it hasn't been well i don't know that's a discussion for another day yeah well you asked it so you got an answer it's your fault (laughs) i just realized i just realized the pandora's box i opened up yeah i don't know why you asked me that question and you can cut that i just wanted a yes or no answer okay well you're not gonna get just an yes or no answer on a serious question like that sorry (laughs) all right well that's it for the joker Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Uh, Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? <laughs> <laughs>